understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Welcome back to The Stranded Podcast, guys. I have been doing interview after interview after interview, and I know you're tired of me. So I wanted to bring you somebody that I have so much respect for, to have a really cool conversation about something that just a few years ago, I probably didn't really even believe in. And so the way that I've been able to expand my mind, the conversations that I'm now having, just connecting deeply with my soul, my feelings, you know, connecting to a higher power has been a venture I've been on for the last couple of years. And that is not something that I could ever do alone. And so I've been so fortunate to, isn't it unique how you just buy, you naturally end up connecting with the right people. They just like kind of fall into your lap if you just allow life to flow as is. And so over the last couple months, I met someone that started out as a client and who has now become my spiritual guide. I don't know what I was doing before this woman, and I don't know what I'm going to do without this woman. (laughs) So I had to have her on the podcast because we have some of the most unique, awesome conversations. So honored to have her. So honored for you guys to meet her. Anyone I've ever connected her with that has gotten on the phone with her is like, calls me afterwards and be like, Jessica, wow, that woman is amazing. She's truly connected. She has such an inspiring story. So I'm so glad to have her. So without further ado, I want to welcome who I call my spiritual guide, Miss <laughs> Tisha Michelle Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can add a little green on that. First, I'm going to start off by saying, I feel like I made it because I had Jay Hurley do an intro for me. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's vibe. Girl, I'm going to start charging for those intros on Fiverr. I'm going to get on Fiverr and be like, yes. you want a bomb intro? I got you. Well, I'm going to be the first client in that aspect because I need an intro. Let's go ahead and set that up because I'll be listening to your podcast. I'll be like, she'd be introing the hell out of these people. I'm like, I'm a red carpet, roll you out. (laughs) (laughs) So look, straight up, I made it. Jay Hurley done gave me an intro, so I'm good. I'm good. So this is how we're going to vibe. You know, set it off really, really good. No, but definitely I, I appreciate you, you know, having me on here. And what I was going to say even prior before of how we just connected, it was so crazy. Like, it was just all divine, is what I said. So divine. It was divinely unplanned. I seen you on the live with Ronnie. I think it was one of the lives that she was on there with Ronnie Brown. And then I was on when Ronnie went live. So I was just, and then I say, I guess she had brought you in because I didn't come in at the beginning. So I don't know who brought who in. But like I seen y'all talking and stuff and I was like, and it was so weird because I'm not like this at all. I'm just a one woman show. Keep, you know, like to myself, I had the one best friend that passed away. But when I seen you, I was like, yo, I could totally be friends with her. And it was so weird. Like, <laughs> and the reason why I say it's so weird because I was like, yo, that's not even me to be like, I could totally be friends, you know, but that's what stuck out. I think I got an email or something and it was about like, podcast or whatever I was looking at it and also then I went to go from the email to go find you on Instagram and it said I was already following you I was like oh shit Yo, when did I follow her and I was what? like wait a minute this is so yeah it was so crazy even to this day I don't even know like what made me follow you like then but clearly I was already following you before which is so weird before the live and then I got an email so clearly I signed up for something I subscribed to something and then it was all about the whole podcasting. And then that's like when it just like they connected. And then I I think I was going to go schedule. I started to maybe schedule like that, the the consult. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. But then it popped up again. And I was like, okay, spirit, I hear you. I got, I got to connect. Let me go ahead and let me, let's just do this. And then we had that conversation that was supposed to be 15 minutes. And I think it was like a good solid 45 minutes. And I was like, okay. This is meant to, you know, this is meant to be. And I'll just say the rest is like history and about to create even more history. And from there, and then I remember, I guess we were getting set up or whatever with podcasts, you know, for you, you know, your agency doing my podcast. And you said something like, oh, you know, if you, because I was saying like, oh, I know some people 
And you were like, yeah, they like refer. She was like, I never done this before, but I could probably just give you something for sending all these people if they go through or something like that. You said, and then it hit me, and I was like, well, actually, you don't have to give me anything because I know I gotta pay for it regardless. So that's just it's a service. I said, just let me do a reading on you, and if it resonates, just tell everybody. Yep. Right. So I don't know if you remember that, but let me tell you the crazy part about that. For me, I was like, look, I already know what my gift is. I already know what like my skill is, what I can do. My issue is the exposure, is putting myself out there because they're still, you know, keeping it 100. There's still that little fear, you know, that I know that comes from way back, you know, of putting yourself out there. Right. So I was like, <laughs> so my ego kicked in. It was so crazy. My ego kicked in and was like, oh, she's well connected. I already know I'm gonna knock that shit out there because I'm I'm into ego, 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 ego. And I was like, oh, it's gonna happen. This is the exposure. This is what it is that I need. And then we had it set up to do the reading. Yeah. And but I was going out of town and you were getting ready to do your class with Ronnie. So we had put it for the time frame of when I got back and when you were done. That's cool. So we had it set for that time. And then I was we were getting ready to go and do the reading. And then I got an email that you changed the time. And then I text you and I was like, hey, did you change the time? And he was like, no, that's so weird. I didn't. However, and you were just getting back and you had like your son, he was like, can we push it back? And I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. So I always trusted and never forced anything. Right. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. But we never talked about it after that. Never talked about it I after know. that. You were so patient and, with me too. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it was so weird too. That was crazy. And then that day I was going through a lot that weekend and mm-hmm. you text me something crazy it was so crazy that was the craziest text message i've ever gotten in my life so then we'll rewind before the text message so that was here's the space now because you don't need i hadn't even told to share this with you so here's the space where this reading never happened and me getting all this exposure and me finally putting myself out there and yeah, yeah, ego, 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 bullshit, right? So I love your honesty. A couple, of, <laughs> a couple of things was happening in my life and I was like, I have this gift. I help so many people. I'm talking about some real life shit, you know, real serious changes. Oh, I'm going to tell people. I can't wait to get on what you told me. <laughs> so I was like, I'm good with that. I'm connected to spirit. I'm channeled. I was like, then I, it was just sitting there. I said, but why am I, why am I not fully like booked? I was like, this is so weird. And then a couple of things happened and I said, oh, this is not my, my abundance and stuff is not coming from this. This is truly my gift. And spirit is connecting the people to me at the right time that I'm truly meant to help them. And not like, oh, let's do this or let's get paid for this because this is not where my money is coming from. And I was like, oh, now I get it. Now I understand. So once I came to that realization that that's what it was about, it wasn't about having all this exposure and being completely booked because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it's very draining when I do my sessions. So if I had eight or nine hours of the day, just back to back, back to back, tapping into everybody's energy and stuff, where would that really leave me? And then really how much, you know what I mean? But I'm doing, I'm not like $500 an hour where I'm just, you know, that's not the case. So once I came to that realization and little things that happened, I was like, okay, that's cool. I get it. Then I was walking the track and I was listening to your podcast. I was walking the track listening to your podcast and I was like, dang, like this resonates. And I was like, okay, spirit, I hear you. I was like, it's not too many people that talk to me that spirit channels through because I don't hear too many people because I have such like this, I'm not a wall, but like this guard where I have to be really, really protective of my energy and what's being feeded to me. So I don't allow just anybody that's in to say certain things like to get through to me. And it was like things you were saying. I was like, okay. All right. So you're talking through, you know, through her to me. Like, I like that. And I remember having a conversation with someone and I was like, yeah, I was supposed to do this reading with her. It just never happened. This is what I said. The bullshit that we all make up in our head and the narratives and the stories that we say. I was like, I guess she's not really into this, you know, and she backed out and she was like, nah, I don't want to do a reading. I don't want to get into that. And it's a story that I told myself. That day, and then that's when everything was happening about me connecting and um, understanding that it's not about the money. It's not about this whole exposure and all this stuff. It's about helping people exactly when it was that they they needed it. And that's when I went to sleep that night, and then those things came through, and it said, text her. And I was like, the ego part was like, yo, I just told you. She ain't even into this. Like, And then the stronger part was like, 
send her that message. Sounds like F it. <laughs> and then I sent you that message. Listen, I gotta find this for y'all. Y'all gotta get it. <laughs> Can I read it? Do you care if I read yeah. it? Oh, I don't care. Okay, so first of all, I have to preface this with this. Like, your story was semi-correct. It wasn't that I, it's not that I was just like, that shit is not me or like, I don't believe that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just had no proof. I'm surrounded by a lot of people that definitely believe that there's, you know, they believe in energy healing. They believe in like, you can heal everything, you know, without my holistic health, like connecting to the spirit. Like there's mm-hmm. so many things that I hear every day. I believe it. I have never experienced it. And I'm absolutely mm-hmm. one of those people that I just have to experience everything the hard way, good and bad to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm hard headed. Yeah. I'm hard headed. <laughs> Let me tell you all types of hard headed. So it was like, I had not made it important. Which that is also me. I am very focused on impacting others, helping people, satisfying my clients, making my agency run, being a wife, being a mom. Like, and then on the last end of it, which is this is my downfalls, I'm like, okay, then I'll worry about my health when everything's taken care of. Mm-hmm. Then I'll worry about my mental capacity when everything's taken care of. When I have the time, I'll worry about it. So it was so easy for me to keep mm-hmm. putting it off, even though things kept arising in my life where I was like, I really need to connect with someone. I really need someone to pour into me. I really need to understand what's going on mentally because I'm I'm mentally expanding, but there's places I can't go because there's things I can't get past. And I knew it. I knew I was going to bust. I felt like I was a bubble getting ready to burst. And literally, this is so crazy. I have to read this. (laughs) Bottom line of the story is, is you and I keep trying to connect. You have only commitment I have made to you is that I want, let you do a reading. And if it resonates with me, which there was no requirement that it had to, that I would Mm -hmm. share. That was it. Because Tisha kept bringing me clients, y'all. So I was like, girl, I can give you a percentage. And she was like, no, no, no. I just want you to do a reading. And then if it resonates, share. And I was like, cool. And there was a part of me because three years ago, y'all, please. Three years ago? (laughs) The three years ago, Jess would have been like, miss me with that shit. Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) But I have evolved and changed and understand. Mm -hmm. I read a lot. And there's a lot of people in high places that connect to a higher power. And I knew it. I was like, the way I feel about myself and my soul now and the way I feel about myself in quiet time, I knew there was more. I know it. I absolutely believe it. Mm -hmm. Once you realize your gift, Like once you realize your real gift and you can own it, like from a humane place, like I have learned to own the fact that I speak in a way that I can connect with people. Mm. Like I have to own it. I have to. And then once you realize that you were given a gift to give to other people, then you're like, there has to be a higher power. There has to be like, there's no way that this helps so many people. And I'm sitting here acting like this just just happened by accident. No, (laughs) no, you know, things happen divinely for good reason. Right. So Absolutely. We have not connected yet because I keep pushing you off like a brat. And I get this text <laughs> message from you on a, on a Monday morning and I was headed to go buy my wedding dress. I had found it. I was taking my mom to go see it. We were driving because I happened to be in town visiting my mom or I think I was dropping off my mom. My mom, my mom can't drive. So she takes a train here to visit me. I drive her home. Usually it's a four hour drive. That's our deal because the, the train home yeah. has several stops not coming here. So I drove her home and was taking her to go see the wedding dress in Jacksonville. And I get this text message from you. Y'all, I can't. I just can't. (laughs) It says, good morning. So the other day when I was thinking we were going to have our session, I connected as I normally would and things come to me. So I usually give my clients those things before they even start to ask me questions or whatever. But what I get isn't for me to make sense of. It's for the other person. And I'm only the conduit. So anyhow, I woke up this morning and heard that I needed to share some of these things with you. So I'm texting what came up to me that I need to pass along to you. Again, it's up to you how to receive it. When I tell y'all, this girl listed seven things to me and every single one of them, I didn't even need to ask. I was like, oh my God. Number one says, your inner child needs some nurturing, playtime, and needs to know that she is safe and protected. Woo! We're not going to get in every one of these, but woo! (laughs) Number two, I heard in parentheses, relationship with her mother and father. Absolutely correct. Number three, the power of your soul is pushing and nudging you forward and please don't be afraid. Number four says, do the right thing in parentheses. Number five, this was like a big one, how I knew you were connected. I was like, woo, this is me right now. And it was so crazy because you didn't even know what it meant. Once we had our conversation, you were like, I don't even know what this means. And I was like, I do. Number Mm -hmm. five, balance traditional and non-traditional. I know exactly what that means. Number six, launching podcasts for people is great. However, it's bigger than that for you personally, which I thought was so big of you to even say because you're my damn client. (laughs) If I was to step away from this, it would take away from you. 
But that says a lot about you. Like, <laughs> And then number seven, lots more speaking opportunities for you. Atlanta, Oklahoma, and Canada popped out in my mind. I normally don't text this. I know you're busy, so I figured I would text it. When I hear things, I reach out and deliver the message. I always just listen. So I ended up calling you later that day. You took two hours of your time to chat with me. And that only further helped me understand your spiritual connection. And so one, I want you to, we don't have to get into what we talked about because that stuff was good. Like, hear me when I say I've never been more blown away in my life. But one, there's a reason why you're very connected and and why you were never like this. And I want you to briefly get into that about Gloria. I think that's such a powerful story because I want people to understand and I, I don't mean to say this about Gloria in a mean in an awful way, but sometimes oh, yeah. on the other side of tragedy and trauma, a door opens. Absolutely. And then I also want to just talk about like the transformation for you and how you had to like fully step into your power. And I know you're still transforming. We're still working through that, you know, mm-hmm. like, but talk a little bit about Gloria and a little bit about mm-hmm. the transformation that had to happen for you to fully step into this. My mom and my grandmother... They, and like my grandmother's from the Cayman Islands, my grandfather's from Cuba. So they're very, I guess they say like psychic and they see like, when pe- they know when people are like going to pass away and my mom will see like the shadows and all that stuff that I ain't want shit to do with. My mother will come <laughs> to my house. I ain't want nothing to do with it. Get that foolishness out of here. Right. You know, right. my grandfather would burn candles and everything. And I'm just like, yo, I don't, I don't want to deal with any. My mom would come to my house and she would get ready to go say something. And, I'm, and I would literally tell her. Don't bring that shit to my house. To my mom. Don't bring that shit to my house. I don't want to hear about it. You're a big scary cat. I don't want nothing to do with any of that stuff, you know? So it's already been in my life, but I never wanted anything to do with it. Don't even, actually, I don't even believe in that shit. Like, that's that's crazy. You know, that's how that was. So then December 29, 2017, my best friend, Gloria, she went to sleep and she never woke up. So when I say my best friend, my best friend like we were friends for you know over 22 years like she's honestly the reason why I have my oldest three kids because we were friends first and then I started messing around with her brother you know of course <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> yeah so I started messing around with her brothers and we ended up marrying each other so it's different we're best friends we're sister-in-laws like she's my kids you know on and godmother like so we're super, super tight, close. That's family. Like, that's my everything. I'm everything to so many people, and she was my everything. She was the one that I go to for the stuff where everybody else comes to me. But, you know, she was, you know, just my everything. So she went to sleep, and she didn't wake up. None of that shit made sense to me. Like, I just talked to her two days prior. We had all these plans and everything, and nothing just it didn't make sense. You know, sometimes you could just feel like you're in this situation, and you're looking around and like, yo, is this shit real? Is this a nightmare? Like, you're waiting to wake up, but you just don't wake up. That's, like, how I felt. And I remember one day, this was after the funeral. Well, I kept saying a lot, like, you know, there has to be more to life than this, because this doesn't make any sense. She has three kids, you know, under the age of five, which is white. Like, what the fuck? 39 and you go to sleep and you just don't wake up and I remember saying if this is all to life then I don't even want no parts of it and I wasn't like suicidal or nothing but I was just like this shit is stupid this don't make no sense why are we struggling and going through all this for that crazy because she wasn't sick it's one thing when you're sick and you're like pairing for this person but you're like hey you know we're doing this and she's trying to start this other business and she came to me she was like look i know this is your lane this is what you do like all that good stuff right so this is probably i want to say after the funeral so she passed on the 29th of December. after the funeral we, we come back you know because i'm not- i'm gonna ask this real quick because i know a listener mm-hmm. is gonna be like what so did you ever figure out what happened to her so yeah so she had heart problems so she's always she had heart it? problems okay yeah so she's always had heart problems from when she was a child and it's sent from um, strep throat. So, yeah, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. It's sent from strep throat. And so she's had it throughout on um, there. So she's taking a lot of medicine and stuff. But what really actually happened was her heart finally just gave out on there. And a little bit more before we get into that part, if it's okay, the backstory, like, with her. So she has three kids, and um, she had these two twins who doctors and stuff said she shouldn't have the kids. You know, they were like, no, you shouldn't have the kids. And she's basically like, F that, I'm having these kids. Like, you're not going to tell me my kid's not going to make it. And they're, they're so adorable. And she had them early. They were like a pound. And they were in the hospital for months. 
and through a lot of prayers and like her family and just everybody just seeing it honestly with her her belief that no my babies are gonna make it I don't know what you guys are talking about when doctors were saying no that they wasn't so she poured everything into them you know she's a wife you know she's running a business she's a job and she just poured everything into nursing these kids and getting them healthy and unfortunately she was neglecting herself and her medicine and her appointment so I'm like feeling like all emotional and stuff. And it's what we do. You said it. You pour it into everybody else and you come last. And here we are. We love her. We care about her. But what's up with the twins? What the doctors say? How are they doing? And everybody's asking everything about the kids. But we never said, how are you doing? When was the last time you went to a checkup? When was the last time you did? Are you taking your medicine? Like, what do you, what do, you do? Are you sleeping? Like, we never asked that. Not that we didn't care. It was just at this point, it's like, here's these little babies. And we just assume everybody is taking care of themselves. Because, of course, it's what we're, we're, we're supposed to take care of ourselves, right? No. For some reason, we're conditioned to put ourselves last. Because if we put ourselves first, then we're selfish. And it's like, no, it's a must. So even her heart doctors, till this day, never called to say, hey, you missed your appointment. Hey, what's going on? Never called the sister, any you know, of that. So, so that was what, you know, what her heart just, it just gave out. And the way everything happened, as I'm telling you, you can't tell me it's not divine and it's not a part of the plan or everything. It's just like, it's like she knew, but she didn't consciously know. But on a subconscious level, like she knew just the way everything that just led up to that. So she literally went to sleep and didn't wake up. Like that's like how that happened. So you get this phone call and my daughter, which is crazy because my oldest daughter who's really close with her went up to New York. She was already at her older, glorious older sister was picking up my daughter at the time when they find that, found out, which was crazy. So my daughter just missed her, which is what she was going up there like for, which was so crazy. So she calls me crying and she's like, Titi, she, she said, no, she sends me a text message. Sorry, it says, please pray for Titi. So I'm waiting for the joke. Like, oh, because you know she's crazy and she over right. here going off on, on dad or whatever. So I'm waiting for like the joke and I don't get anything else. So then she calls me like hysterical and she's like she went into cardiac arrest or she's no she's not responsive and I was like and I'm a CPR instructor I'm like okay so what's the deal make her responsive do some CPR I don't understand what are y'all talking about and she didn't know what was going on so then we get off the phone so I'm like what the heck so I call my ex-husband which is her brother and I'm like and I don't want to spread anything if nobody if it's if she's fine I'm like hey what's up like have you heard? Like, what's going on? And he's quiet. And he just busts out crying. And he was like, Gloria's gone. I'm like, what you mean she's gone? And he was like, she's gone. I'm like, I kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? Because this, it doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes any sense. If she's not responsive, do some CPR and let's go. You know? So I'm like, are you sure? Like 20 times. And he was sure. So again, nothing made sense. So probably about after the funeral, it might have been a good, like, three or four days after the funeral. Everybody's gone. No one's in my house. You know, my kids, I don't even know where everybody's at. I can't even remember where everybody's at, but I'm the only one in my house. And go in the closet to get some scissors. And when I go up to the top to get the scissors, the whole program from the service, I touch it. I didn't realize it was there. And I take it down, and I just fall. And I'm crying. Nobody's in there with me. They, I don't want to talk to my phones on Do Not Disturb. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to hear shit that y'all are saying because people are like, oh, you know, God just wanted another angel. And I'm like, so you're saying God is selfish. So get out of my face with that. Matter of fact, just don't even talk to me. Right. Don't even talk to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want nothing to do with anybody on the outside. No one's in my house. And I'm crying. And the only place that I could go was within. I was forced to go within because I'm there. And when I say go within, help me make sense of this. Somebody, whoever listening, somebody help me make sense of this because this doesn't make any sense. So the next day, her sister calls me and she says, oh, I didn't tell you this. She was like, but, you know, I was breaking down in the limo and I kept saying, I need answers. I need answers. And her aunt was like, gave her two numbers to two psychics. Now, she already believes in all that stuff. Right. Remember, we'll go back. I don't believe in none of that shit. Right. Right. So she says. I talked to this lady and she was saying all this stuff and there's no way she could make this up. And she didn't even know why she was calling and telling me this. But remember the day before, help me make sense of this. Saying to God, I need answers. I don't know what to do. She calls me 
and she says, tells me about this lady and all these things that this lady is saying to her. And again, she's already a believer, but now I don't give a shit. I'm ready to tap into the unknown because nothing else is making sense and you got to tell me something. So she gives me the number and I said, well, how much does she charge? She's like, I don't know because her aunt did. At that point, I didn't give a shit how much it cost. So I called the person, I left the message, she calls me back. It was so weird. When she called me back and the number popped up on the phone, I was on the phone. So I said, I got to go. I got to call you back. I got like this eerie feeling through my body, but it was a good eerie feeling. It was just like so weird. So I was talking to her. She was just like, yeah. She's like, you know, actually I have something on Sunday, which is two days from there. She told me how much she charged. And I'll be honest, I didn't even have the money. I just paid. I had my business at the time. I just put out like almost eight grand for my payroll for the week. And I'm like, so I can't squeeze nothing. I got to wait for all that stuff to clear. But I didn't care. I, at some point, I, trust, I was like, okay. She was like, yeah, well, you just send me the memo afterwards. I was like, oh, bet. In my mind, I'm like, I got two days to come up with this money. So I had this session with her. And again, remember, guys, I don't believe in any of this shit. So we do it on FaceTime. And the very first thing that, after she gets a little disclaimer, the first thing she says is she goes, your dad is here. I start crying. I don't cry. I don't cry in front of people. I don't do none of that shit because I'm super tough, right? Can't be vulnerable. I just start crying when she says, your dad is here. Now, my dad did pass away. And she starts saying all this stuff. And at that point, I believed everything because I'm very private. So you couldn't Google this about me. You couldn't check my Facebook page. There's people in my family that don't even know what my dad died from because we didn't share that. And I didn't share it. I was embarrassed, you know? So with her saying all this stuff, it just goes into me like, wow, there has to be something. There has to be a higher power because how could you say this? How could you know these things? You know, how could you know any of this stuff that you're saying? And then, you know, then my, my best friend does come through. And what really was the kicker was when I was in in that moment, that space, and I was going within, there was something that I was battling personally, and I didn't share it with anyone, but I shared it with her. And I had already shared it with Gloria before she had passed, and she helped me with it. But now there's like a part two of it. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're not here. What am I supposed to do now? Because I'm not going to anybody else. Because sometimes when you go to certain people in your life, they judge you. Yep. And they, you know, they judge you, and there's never any judgment from her. So for me to talk to her about what I was going through and she helped me with that, but I'm like, okay, now I need to get to the next part because I'm a little confused right now what to do. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But when she came through, that was the answer to what it was I was asking was one of the first things that the lady said to me. I didn't ask her the question. She said it. She goes, oh, and she's saying dot, 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 dot. And I was like, yo, wait a minute. Nobody was in that room with me. Nobody was in the house. It was just me, me going within and crying and expressing and she from her spirit energy gave me the answer to what it was so that the I needed. Psychic said this discussion you guys had Gloria saying to do this. Yes. So and it wasn't like I said, hey, can you ask Gloria what should I do about that? It was just what it came through. And I was like, holy shit. So mind you, I was already believing when she connected with my dad and saying the stuff that happened and and my dad kept apologizing, apologizing, saying that he was sorry, he was sorry, you know, and I already knew what that meant because my dad wasn't in my life. He was only in my life for two years before he died. So again, you can't even find this information nowhere because I don't share it. Right. I don't talk about it. I talk about it now a little bit, but for her to even say how he died, when I went to the doctor and they say like, oh, how'd your dad die? I would say cancer because cancer's coming. Right. But my dad actually died from HIV, but I was always embarrassed about that. So I never shared it. And she a family member. And she knew. And she said what, you know, and how it came about and everything. And I'm like, yo, you couldn't find that on me. And you could do all the research in the world for those two days on me. You wasn't finding shit. <laughs> because I don't talk about that. This time, you know, I'm and- telling you this stuff is real. I know it. Because when you when you mm-hmm. and I had that conversation and you were like, you're struggling with balance and non or traditional and non-traditional. And the spirit's just telling me to tell you it's okay to balance both. I was like, yo, nobody would know this, that like, Mm -hmm. I'm severely struggling with making decisions against stereotypical norms in my life. Like, I don't want to vaccinate my son anymore. People are having a fit and a field day about this. Like, even my mother Mm -hmm. was like, there's a reason that this happens and you're supposed to vaccinate Mm -hmm. your kids and blah, 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 blah. Like, (laughs) I don't want to vaccinate my kid anymore. I can feel it in my soul that it's not right. I can feel it. We get people all the time that like, you guys are about to get married. You have a child. Like, you guys need to chill out. You need to calm down. Like, you're always all over the place. You're traveling. Like, are you being (laughs) present with your son? You need to like, settle down and build a family. We don't live a traditional lifestyle. We never will. Yeah. trying to force that on either one of us or our child it's not going to work it's just not going to work and so I've been struggling oh. so hard with like 
are the answers, do you know, do I need to conform and do the things that I'm supposed to do? Or are these feelings correct? And so you just telling me that I knew exactly what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I know she knows exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> because there's no way for anyone else to know this because I haven't communicated about it because I'm still doing my research. I'm still trying to make a conscious mm-hmm. decision. So I haven't been very verbal with people also because I don't want to give them an opportunity to judge me with my personal family decisions. And so when you yeah. said that, I was like, yo, that's exactly what I'm battling with mm-hmm. right now. It's like my biggest thing is I feel like conforming is what's hurting everybody. It absolutely is. I have people who will come to me and they'll say, um, so is this right? Is this wrong? And I said, look, I'm going to stop you right now. There's no such thing as right and wrong. There's only experiences. And what you need to ask yourself is what type of experience do I want to have? So do you want to then regret things that may could happen with your child because you vaccinated because you was just going with everyone else. And now, you know, guess what? You're resenting all those people. Now you're resenting all those people because of the decision you made based off of them. So again, like what type of experience? So I just say, no, just get the right or wrong out of like your way, which is another thing that we were conditioned and we were taught that this is wrong and this is right. It came from someone just saying, okay, this is good. This is that. And it goes from when we were a child. So now we're conditioned that we're asking a, a stranger or someone like, well, is it right if I do this? Is it wrong if I do I had someone that wanted me to pull cards for them to say if they should have children or not. And I saw it and pulled a card. And she's in front of me. And I said, do you want to have kids? That's, do you want to have kids? And she, yeah, she wanted to have kids. But the problem was her parents were like, you shouldn't have children by yourself. You shouldn't have raised a child as a single mom. And she was like, look, I have the emotional awareness to raise a child. I'm financially set. You know, everything was great for her, but she didn't have it. She was, 30, I think the time she was like 37, she hasn't had any kids because of her parents kept telling her that you can't do it by yourself. So now you went in front of a stranger saying, should I have kids? Wait a minute. What you mean? Should you, do you want to have kids? Right. Have the kids. Like, who said that you, you're going to be single? Who said you're going to be single raising the child? You know, this is what, but this came from her parents saying that it had to be this or she, what, what type of experience you want to have. Now she's coming to a complete stranger saying, should I have kids? And she's always wanted to have kids, but never had kids because of what was put into her going like that way. So is that an experience you want to continue to have or, or not? And don't look at things as right or wrong. So, yeah, so when that came through for you about balancing it, I always have to just tell myself, I'm just a messenger. It's not meant for me to make sense of it. It's for the individual, like, person to make, you know, sense of it. But it was important enough that that came through. So how did you go from the, so now you have the conversation with the psychic. Now you're like, okay, this, there's no way this, this person is truly connected. (laughs) This is nuts. To discovering that this was part of your gift. How did you get to that place? I had that conversation with her and it was like a little over an hour and I felt really great. And I was like, yo, this is good. This is something I'll do probably like once every six months. She gave me some really good stuff. But later on that day, so much more was stirred up and it was just so many things. And then I just texted her and I was like, hey, you said something about this, blah, 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 blah. So then we just started like connecting and she told me, she said, you have these gifts. And I was like, she said, does everybody come to you for that? I said, yeah, everybody comes to me for everything. You know, strangers tell me their business, but that's just, that was just my normal. So I've honestly been doing it my whole life, but I wasn't consciously aware of it. And then after that, I started seeing like a lot of numbers. So it was like the synchronicity of the numbers. And I asked her about it. She's like, this is spirit connecting to you. So I was like, wow. So because I opened myself up to it, I was able to then, I just started like hearing things and I started knowing things and it was just kind of, kind of cool. It was like, oh, I got the superpower, you know, (laughs) but it was a lot through like numbers. And then I just started talking to her more about it. And she was just like, yeah, you're able to do these things. And I was just like, yeah, you know, spirit, God, whatever, you know, I'm hearing stuff because I started hearing things and every crazy person says they're not crazy. Right. So I was like, I know I'm not crazy. Like I'm Tisha, like, you know, but I'm hearing things are popping into my head and I'm getting these messages. And at first it was like, I didn't know what to like do with this. So she was my mentor. She, I was just a client and then she became like my mentor and um, she just like guided me through. And then it just like, it just took off and she told me to get Oracle cards. And I was like, okay. So I went and got these cards and she said, just start practicing with people. But the way she taught me was she said, um, you know, when you buy the Oracle or the Tarot cards, they come with a book. So I get it and I show it. We're on FaceTime. She goes, and I go throw the book away. I said, what? I just paid for this. She said, anybody can memorize a book. She's like, you are trusting in your intuition. You are tapping in. You are being the channel. Throw the book away. So now I throw the book away. I got a deck of cards. 
don't know, like 40 or 50 something cards. I don't know what this shit means. And you, you I just threw the book away. <laughs> I'm like, I just threw the book away. So she says, so now practice pulling cards to people. You know, just pull the cards. And she was like, whatever, when you pull that card over, just talk. Just talk to them. Whatever comes to your mind, just say it. It's not for you to filter. It's not for you to judge. It's not for you to do anything. Give it to them. They know what it means. So I just started doing that. And then I ended up going to Cali to actually meet her. And she was like, now you're going to read for me. Now, this is my mentor. This is someone who is hella powerful, who is super connected. And you want me to read you? Nah. She's talking about the confidence shit. I was like, hell no. I'm going to botch this. So she said, just look me in the eye and just say whatever it is that's coming to your mind. So at that time, it would just be words. And I just was giving her the words. And my friend was there too, so she's witnessing it because we went together. And then she started telling me everything that I said to her, she told me what that meant. And I was like, holy shit. One of the things that I said to her, I never even realized meeting her was that she's missing a finger. I never even knew she was missing a finger. But there was something that I said to her. It was something about like a boat accident. I was like, um, a boat? An accident? I'm like, I'm making up shit right now. And then she told me the significant of what that meant was that's how she lost her finger. I'm like, wait, you lost a finger? And I'm looking at her finger, so I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yo, I just, and it's so funny, her name is Jessica. I'm like, I just read for Jessica. This is so crazy. So from there, it just kept, you know, just trusting and trusting. And I'll be honest, I had a lack of confidence in the beginning where I was like, yo, I'm making this shit up. And I had somebody that it was through action of me playing around. I'm reading and I was channeling. I didn't even realize how connected I was. And I was giving him all this information and it was super powerful. But I held some of the information back because I wasn't sure if it was right. And it was one of those things that's like, if you say this to this person, you're wrong. Somebody could fuck you up type shit. Because I know I would. Yeah. I'm like tearing your whole house up and everything. Like you said, what? And yeah, I'm like, not that's not it. that's you know? not your soulmate or something like that. Something crazy. You know, that could you say something, something crazy. crazy. Right. So I held it back. And then I want to say probably like a week later, he ends up having a reading with my guru. And the thing that I, one of the things I was holding back, she says to him. And when he came and said it to me, I started crying. And I, I had to be honest. I was like, I knew that. I knew it a week ago. And I was like, but I didn't tell you that. And I'm bawling. I'm crying. But he was understanding and like, you know, he understood. And I call her and I tell her what happened. And she starts laughing. And I was like, wait, I'm crying and you're laughing. She was like, what did I tell you in the beginning? It is not for you. You are not responsible for the words and the messages you get. You are only responsible for giving it to the person. What they do with it and what they choose is on them. It's not on you. And from that day forward, I never hold anything back. I don't ever hold anything back. So it might be something that you didn't want to hear, but you needed to hear it. You know, because it's always for your highest good, even if it feels uncomfortable, you know? Like if that person's not your soulmate, you know, or whatever the case is. Like, I mean, do you want to go the next 10 years? Like, which is cool, which is cool. But if you're seeking your soulmate. Super powerful and risky place to sit. Very, very. So, which is why I understand when I do this, different from other people. And everybody has their specialty where, like, my guru will just give you what it is. She's hardcore. Like, she's straight raw. She don't give a... Like, she going... And you have... So, I have two people, two of mine. And depending on who I... I'll send some people to this one and some to her because I know their personality. Like, my daughter, she loves both of them. But she don't want to read it from Jessica. She's too raw. She loves my other person, Jamie. Well, she'll say the same thing. It's just said a little, a little nicer... A little different, you know, on there, but it's just how. So when I started developing everything more, I understood, I've really seen what I was doing. I teach people along with it. So I may tell you something, but I'm also teaching you. And like, I'm guiding you. I'm not just dropping all this stuff onto you and then it's boom. And then you just go about your business and figure it out. Like I'm guiding you through the process. I'm teaching you. And then I started realizing, I was like, this is different from like readings that I get. So, you know, some people will be like a little afraid to get a reading. I'm like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. All we're doing is talking. We just having a conversation. That's it. So yeah. my friends and people are, yeah, my friends and people around me, I'm like, basically they get free readings all the time because I don't know. I don't turn it off. I had no <laughs> idea what this was. None. I flipped some cards for the first, I don't even know what they're called. I flipped some tarot cards <laughs> the first time in my life, like three months ago. And then when you were like, let me do this reading. I'm like, what is this? What does this even mean? You know, and we literally just had a conversation. It was so, the conversation was so crazy because you were bringing up things that were literally happening in my life right now. You were bringing up things that were visions that I had had that I had put to rest because I thought that they were too big or they were too much Mm -hmm. or they were my ego. And that's what I'm scared of with me a lot is like, I'll see things and I'm like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, is that real? Or is that your ego? Like, is that your like Mm -hmm. ego getting out of control? Are you just thinking about self or 
is that where life wants you to go? Because that's where your impact will be. Put a lot of things to rest at times that I see Mm -hmm. because I'm like, "Mm, like, is that coming from a selfish place? And you spoke to so many things like, oh, we would be in the middle of talking. You'd be like, wait, 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 I'm seeing this. What is this? And it would be so spot on, (laughs) so spot on. You even told me something crazy about Cameron that like me and Chris, we just can't like every time we think about it, it blows my mind what you said about Cameron because it makes (laughs) so much sense. So you just helped me make sense of so many things. And so now I'm like such a firm believer in it. Like I'm like, I'm like, go get a reading, go talk to Tisha. You gotta talk to somebody. (laughs) It's just so powerful. When you message me, you are always right on time. Right on time. I will be dealing with something in my head for three days. And all of a sudden you'll be like, hey, you okay over there? What's going on? And I'm like, get out of my head. Uh, no, and it's so funny because I don't keep everybody's stuff. So when I do like a reading like with you like I, or a person, like I have to release it. Some people I develop a cord with and I have a cord with you. And like I told you, because I know that we've connected and it's my belief, you know, about the past lives and like, like the soul and stuff. So we're definitely part of the same soul family, which is why spirit will give me things when I'm not even talking to you. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden it'll be like, like that dream that I had, you know, I was like, Woo! I woke up and I was like, Man, let me just turn right on over, grab the phone. And I was like, so I had this dream last night. And, and for you, the listeners, we don't talk to each other every single day. No. So it's not that we talk every single day, you know? So it'll just, like, come. And I don't, and I'm not like that with for everyone, but I have opened myself up to, because I have to set boundaries with the other realm as well, is that don't be waking me up in my sleep unless it's important. And, yeah, I may talk to a lot of people and do readings, and I've never talked to some I've talked to frequently, and some I just... I haven't talked to him, which is cool. However, I am open that if there's something important for that person, that you can use me as the messenger to give that person like that message, you know? So I, I've set those boundaries where it is, but now am I connected to have a core with everybody? Heck no, you know, but best believe if you've had a reading with me, and some people haven't even had a reading with me, but I'll post something on like Facebook and then they'll hit me up like, holy shit, that was for me, da 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 and these will be the days when I didn't, because I'm not going to lie, like, get, I'm, like, over social media. There's something, there's this, this big shift that's getting ready to happen with me. And when it comes to social media, I'm just, like, I'm over it. But I feel like a responsibility of posting something, like, you know, inspiring and positive. Because every time I want to fall back, somebody will just randomly send me a message and be like, you know, I wake up looking for your post. And I'm like, shit, now I got to post yeah, something, you I know? show up. Now I got to show up and post something on there. But this, like, one day I posted something. I wasn't even going to post anything on it. But something said, send this message. And I just typed it up on there. And this girl hit me up. And well, first, actually, she um, she sent me a message and she kind of was trying to go against with it. She's like, well, yeah, well, it's not that easy. And I was like, well, no, actually it is. I said, you can holler at me. Here's my phone number. She hesitated a little bit to like call me and I know her. And then um, she called me like two days later and she's like crying on the phone. And I understood why she was saying that it wasn't that easy. And I just like guided her and talked her, you know, through. And it was really sad because it was a little bit of like, and I'll never obviously say a person's name, but a little domestic stuff, you know, that was going on. But out of a fear of staying for children, she stayed and was dealing with it. And remember, all I can do is be the messenger. I can't force anybody. I can't judge you. I can't push you to do anything because we all have free will. But it was really like, it really like made me sad and like hurt my heart. But now I understand why I was meant to put that message because I was meant to have this conversation with her just to open up her perspective and just to let her know, you think you're protecting your children by saying, but what are you teaching your children? And you have boys. They're going to repeat the same thing that's coming through from their dad. You know, so it was just more like onto, you know, onto that where I might not do a reading with a person, but spirit will guide me to say something because then I know I'm going to talk to that person. So it wasn't a book session. It was just coming from like on there. But all those different things like will happen. Like within I'll be like, yeah. I have a really harsh question for you. And I feel like this could be a whole nother podcast episode. So, but I I definitely want to ask you this. I know a lot of Christians that Mm. would never consider this. Because they feel like any other soul connecting tunnel, cord, Mm -hmm. whatever, is steering away from the idea that God is the end all be all, that he is the savior, Mm -hmm. that he is everything in which he is. My 
spiritual readings with you don't take away my belief from God, but I, I have some spiritual friends, Christians that will be like, that's God. Like that's God that you hear that message from. So quit saying Mm -hmm. that. I've even had a friend reach out to me before and say like, you know, you keep discrediting God every time you say a higher power or the spirit. Like you need to stop saying that because you're, you're basically saying you only believe in God sometimes. (laughs) And so one, are you you like, do you believe in God as well? And two, what is the difference? What do people need to understand about your spiritual connection and having a relationship with God? Like, what is your opinion on that? Uh, which, which is a really good, good question. question. So, so if you, you ever are hearing me talk, talk, I'll say universe, God, spirit, whatever you're relating it to, because I'm never taken away from anyone of what it is that they're calling, whether they say, some people say God, sometimes you'll hear me say God, then you'll hear me, most of the time you hear me say spirit. Like maybe my ancestors, it's just your higher power, what you relate to. So who am I to say that your higher power has to be called God? Like to me, my personal belief, and it's not to, my intention is not to offend anyone, but who am I to say that your higher power that you connect to has to be called spirit, has to be called your higher self, has to be called, this. come on, you put in a, a title, it's your, it's just your higher power, who you connect to, like, let's get away from all these titles and stuff, but you'll hear me say, God, I do have a connection to God, because there's something other than us humans, yeah, I can tell you that much. There's something. There's something other than us, and it doesn't matter to me. Didn't God gift us the Holy is. Spirit though, and that's what's internally in us? And so, isn't that exactly. kind of who you're connecting to? That's all that I'm connected to. I'm not connected to something like, oh, stay away from God. I got to connect. No, I'm just connecting to this higher power that's giving me the message that's for your highest good. So who cares what it's called? It's for your highest good. If I'm coming to you, if I wake up and I have a dream and I say, hey, Jessica, I just had a dream about X, Y, and Z, and that's something that's been weighing on your heart, and now you're able to step forward into the best version of you to use your voice and to impact someone, who cares if I said I connected to spirit or God? Who cares? It was for your highest good that didn't impact everyone else. It's nothing bad. It's always for the highest good. That's why, but I, I would never, like, disrespect what someone calls or what I said. It's just my heart. But most of the time, you'll just hear me say spirit. You know, but I could be, it was the same as a spirit or God. So I love the way you explain that because it's, this is, I know Christians that really think this is like a toxic thing or it's like taboo. Like it's totally out of the norm and it's wrong for people to believe this. But you're right. The way you said that is like, you're just receiving a message and you're just saying like, Hey, I don't think I had a dream about you. And I'll put this out there because this is such a serious issue for me right now. As you called me and said, you had a dream about me sitting on the couch telling you I was having medical issues. And I knew that that was meant that there was an emergency and I needed to take care of things because I've been having all these super weird issues that nobody can put their finger on. And so I haven't been taking as serious as I should, but I know there's something not, I don't want to say wrong, but there's something that needs to be dealt with because all Mm -hmm. of a sudden I've had these situations where my hands and feet fall asleep all the time when I'm driving, when I'm walking, when I'm like the other, like a month ago or so I was somewhere out with my friends and my hands swelled up so bad. I had, I couldn't get my ring off and it made me cry. And Mm -hmm. I don't cry about stuff like that. And the, literally the person I was with who was a holistic doctor was like, I already know, like, Mm. but calm down because you have anxiety because you know, something's wrong. So I've just been taking it very slow to deal with this, like getting blood tests, trying to see if there's any autoimmune issues, whatever. But when you called me and said that I was like, I know, I know that I needed to hear that. I'm too mm-hmm. hardheaded. I'm too busy. I have too much shit going on in my mind yeah. to hear that. I've probably heard it a thousand times and couldn't receive it. So somehow, some way, somebody connected with you and said, Jessica will listen to you, get this message to her. And then you called Mm -hmm. me and told me, I don't care what anyone says. There's nothing toxic or taboo about that. That's the same way God says, I want you to break up with that person. I want you to break up with that person. I want you to break up with that Mm -hmm. person. They keep showing you who they are. Get away from them and you don't believe it. And then all of a sudden, what happens? It's like a damn train wreck in front of you. Something happens. You're like, okay, I have to stop ignoring this. I have to get away from this person. It's the same Mm -hmm. situation. God's going to make it. Spirit's going to make it. Your higher power is going to make it to where you have to stop and deal with this situation. And it just so happens that you happen to be a conduit of that. That's it. Yeah, and that's why I tell people, like, I don't even like using the word reading, and I've been busting my brains about this. And I had someone say to me, it was like, because she wanted to post something, and she was like, but I feel like what you do is so much more than the reading. And this is what it is, and I'm going to keep it very simple. It's just a conversation. That's it. That's why I started the Just a Conversation in Brunch. It's just a conversation. Mm. All you're doing is having a conversation with me. Oh, let's have a reading. Let's have a session. You know, I have some of my clients will say, like, thanks for my therapy session. You know, they'll be like, thanks for my therapy session. I'm like, yeah, I got you. You know? But this is the thing. This is the thing. I like how humble you are about it. 
this is a whole other conversation. I'm going to be doing an episode about <laughs> it soon. And it's probably going to be all about you. So when I'm talking, I hope you hear me. <laughs> but just a conversation to me is amazing because it's going to soften the feeling that people get when they hear that you do readings. So it's going to open yeah. the door. It's going to make you more generic. It's going to help you serve more people. But what I'm learning is you're not here to serve everybody. I'm not here yeah. to serve everybody. I'm here to serve a select few that resonate with my message. You're here to serve a select few with a very divine gift. You try to serve everybody, you fail. Absolutely. By calling it a conversation, you give it a little bounce. It makes it a real soft landing. But if I was scrolling and I needed help, I need help. I need something like how you felt when Gloria passed. You needed something. You needed something crazy. Mm -hmm. You needed crazy faith. You needed crazy change. You needed crazy impact to make sense of this. And I see you say, just have a conversation. That's not life altering for me. That doesn't yeah. call out what I need, you know, but if you call out mm -hmm. to me and say, Hey, you know, if you are exhausted in trying to understand what your deepest desires are, what your soul's trying to tell you. If you feel like the, the missing pieces connecting with your, your inner energy and your what's inside that you feel like there's too much fog and you need to filter some of that out and you know there's a message, but you can't hear it. You need to connect with me. That to me would be the crazy change I needed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're so powerful and you almost kind of like, undersell it like you're like oh it's yeah. just a conversation you know what I mean yeah that's, that's the divinity. My light. <laughs> you dim the light and to mm -hmm. me that's the divinity of women like we're like let me shrink a little bit so that I don't come out as like too harsh I don't want anybody to think that I'm out here like I'm that bitch like I don't want you know we, we're like oh look let me mm, I don't want to come across as like too much but I feel like 2020 at least that's my hopes for me is that we find a way and a balance to step into our power not consider it cocky, you know, own our mm -hmm. stuff, quit the humility because the humility is what keeps us here, you know, Absolutely. and I think there's such a balance, but I pray and challenge all of us to find it, to find owning our stuff, stepping into our power and still loving people. This doesn't mean that I'm some aggressive bitch. This doesn't mean that I'm <laughs> some, you know, she thinks she's the shit. Like this just means I have found my gift and I'm going to tell the world. And if you so choose not to take advantage of it, you're bad. However, this is my thing. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I told you with my intentions before this, I was like, all right, spirit, I need you to talk to me through Jessica. <laughs> talk to me through her. Like, that's the intention behind there. So, no, you are absolutely, absolutely right. And I know for me, and again, it's part of my beliefs, this comes from past lives. Other past lives, I've, I've always been a healer. I've always done this work. But in past lives, I was killed for it. So we bring things forward from my... Yeah. That just gave me the chills. My whole body was like... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so remember in the beginning when I said I never wanted anything to do with any of this shit yeah. with my family and stuff. I didn't want anything because it was still... There's still a fear of it that I wasn't consciously aware of, but in my subconscious, which is everything in sort, let people know, subcon our subconscious mind is who we really are and our conscious mind is what we do and we operate from our subconscious mind. Conscious mind is only a little bit, about 10%. So everybody running around here thinking they're in control. Like, you're not in control. Everything is in your, your subconscious mind is, is leading everything, which, which is, comes from the past lives and the things that's there. So in my subconscious mind, my subconscious mind is trying to protect me from putting myself out there because of what happened plenty of times before. But in my charts, my destiny, my fourth note, I am meant to be in the spotlight. And I do everything in my power, from an ego standpoint, it. to stay away from it. So this is why I said, okay, Spirit, we're doing this, this podcast, which is never a part of the thing. I said, okay, talk to me through her. Talk to me through her because I did it. What did I say? Just a conversation. And then you politely checked me and was like, no, that's not that. Because I'm still operating from my subconscious mind out of this fear because there are people who, you know, oh, it's a reading, oh, it's this, it's that. And it's like, no, I'm just helping you. That's it. I'm helping you so you're not trapped in fear anymore. So you are the best version of yourself. So you can answer that question. Is there more to life than this shit? Yes, there is. And people don't realize, and I had to be in that place, that there's beauty in everything. There's beauty even in the darkest moments. When I told you, when we had talked before, when I moved to um, here to Arizona, I was in the darkest place in my life, but at the lightest at the exact same time. I literally had to step out on faith and trust in something that I couldn't see, something that I couldn't touch, nothing. Getting in the car with the kids with 196, and nobody even knows it's $196, and getting in the car from Virginia and driving to Arizona and not knowing where I was going to stay, but Spirit God 
told me to go. So I used to laugh at people when I would hear them say, like, oh, God told me to make this movie. God told me. I'm like, God didn't tell you shit. Yo, why are you lying? And now I'm like, oh, shit. God told me to get in the car and just trust and go to Arizona when you don't even know where you're going to stay. Like, completely took me out of my element. I've been on my own because I got pregnant at 16, been on my own since I was 16, and I'm 39, and I'm in a place where I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know where we're just going to stay, how we're going to, like, freaking eat. And I did all this by choice. And one thing if you were forced, if I got evicted and I had to pick up and move, but I chose, I chose to let my house go, sell all of my stuff, and get in the car and just travel. And all I, all I could do was trust. So I'm going to tell everybody there is a higher power because I got in the car with $196, got in the car from Virginia. That's even gas money to drive 30 hours, you know, with the kids, just trusting something in someone. I'm probably about a good hour into it and I get a text message. I'm not going to put him out there. But he says, hey, tell Mike to check his Venmo. I just sent you $500. I'm like, wow. And I, I never asked for it. And I would have never asked because he's helped me so much through different things, business and everything and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not going to ask somebody for this help when I'm choosing to do this. You know what I mean? Like, how can I ask you? Like, hey, I'm choosing to follow the calling. Can you send me some money? Can you do me this? But I didn't have to because Spirit God said, once you get in that car, everything is going to open up because you are stepping into something you're trusting. And then along the way, things just were happening. And was it? Yeah, there was end up at, say, you know, renting an Airbnb from someone for one night. Didn't even know what we were going to say after that. I think probably a good week after it, I'm in the car. F this. I'm literally saying F this. Banging on the steering wheel. Like, this is stupid. This is dumb. How am I changing and impacting so many people's lives? But here I am? This doesn't make any sense. This is dumb. This is stupid. I'm like, God, all I want is security and stability. Just give me security and stability. It is what I'm used to. And I can tell you right now, we got here August 5th, and it's November. I don't know what date it is. <laughs> November, whatever. 14th. And we've been in November 14th, and we've been in the exact same space since we got here. And I was like, that's the security, and that's the stability. It just didn't look like I thought it was going to look. That's the thing. You can ask for this help and ask for it, but it may not look like the way that you think it's going to look. Ooh. You know. But I got my security, and I got my stability. And again, so I will... I will argue with you about it being a higher power God or whatever. There is something else because I have the proof and everything has just been, you know, so again, we'll go back to it. It don't matter what you call it. It's something. There's something that guided me to come to Arizona and allowed me to, you know what I mean? To just like do that. So everything's just been unfolding. And then along the way, even though I'm going through my moments and stuff, I'm still the conduit and I'm still being called to help other people. I had somebody that I just did a reading with the other day and I said, oh, if you don't mind me asking, how did you hear about me? And she was like, oh, I found you on Instagram. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. She was like, I was actually searching. I was like, okay, God, I hear you. I see you. Me, you know, I see you. And she was like, she was searching and she said she looked at things on my page and she was like, you know what? She has good energy. I'm going to reach out to her. And then after that, she joined one of my courses. So that's why I said spirit will connect me to exactly who it is that I need to help. So you're right. I'm not for everyone. Yeah. I'm not for everyone. But there's still that part of me that's just like, I just want to help everybody. I want everybody to experience this. So how can I dumb it down? You know, and I had somebody else that said it was like, yo, T, you too powerful. Like, why are you dummying everything down? And he knows because of firsthand what I did for him and then and everybody else. But and there's we still changed that your fear. podcast name. <laughs> listen. Exactly. Listen, y'all, I got to tell this story real quick and then we'll jump off because we're now, I knew we were going to do this and it's already been an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tish has been a client of mine for a while with the hashtag certified podcast. And I'm not even going to front. I'll tell you this because we have this relationship, right? Mm-hmm. When I first got on the phone with you and you were telling me all about your idea, it kind of felt like it was all over the place. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, eventually we'll figure a way to like hone all of this in. As a producer, and I, I have a team, but I get a chance to skim through a lot of the content. I've listened to Tisha's content a lot. Pretty good content. After I had my reading with you, I'll be honest, it showed me a completely new you. Mm-hmm. Because what I had felt like you told me you were, like on the phone, you were like, I'm a hypnotist, I'm an energy healer, you know, I'm an intuitive, I have all these things. And then I would listen to your podcast episodes and I was like, I don't really get that. Like maybe she does mm-hmm. that on the side or maybe mm-hmm. like I, I couldn't get that from your content because you were interviewing other people and you guys were just having conversations. So I was like, well, you know, maybe she has a certification, maybe she doesn't use it. I don't know. Then I had that reading with you and I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> no, she's all of that. You know, I just don't, the dots aren't connecting. And then I was talking to my best friend who's very into this stuff. She does crystals and everything. And I was like, I had this amazing reading, blah, 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 told her all these things. And she was like, 
she's like, who did it? And I said, oh, one of my clients, Tisha. And she was like, oh, that hashtag certified check? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, what? And I said, yeah. And she's like, oh, she said, somebody needs to change her cover or something because I didn't even know she was that dope. She's like, when I see her cover all the time come up, I subscribed when she was one of your clients. I don't, I didn't even get that vibe from her. And she was like, if she's that dope, like she needs to show people. And I was like, and I couldn't find a way to tell you. I was so scared to tell you. And you called me out of nowhere one day and said, we need to talk. And I said, that's it. I'm going to tell her. And the first thing I said was, I think you have to change your podcast name. And you were like, holy shit, this is what I have written on this paper. This is the first thing I had written on this paper. And it's so funny because that's what it was. I had that written down. The very number one thing it says change name question mark. And the reason why I had the question mark because I do know that I have to mix the practicality with the spirituality. And well, what does that look like changing my name right now in the middle of this podcast? Is there a lot to it? Like, what is it? But before I could even say that, you had already said it. And you said, can I be honest? I was like, girl, keep it 100 with me. Please do. Like, I'm trying to evolve and grow like everybody else. So I don't want, you know, you to keep something like behind. So it was crazy because I felt that it was given to me directly from spirit. God was just like, you need to change the name and you need to be more of you. Yep. And I, because what I was doing, what I said a little while, I was hiding. I was hiding behind other people and was like, no, no, no. Let me highlight you guys. Tell your story. And then Spirit's like, that's cool, but it's about you. But then, you know, you start feeling weird. You're like, oh, is that selfish? Is it this? And it's that. And Spirit's like, no, this is what you are meant to do. This is what you're here. I'm running away from what I'm destined to do. I'm running away from being in my chart. And this is what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to be in the spotlight. I'm meant to be out there. I'm meant to basically change the game. I'm meant to open up people's perspective and get them outside of the box, change and shift that conditioned thinking to where it's like, is this right or is this wrong? And it's like, this, it's neither. It's just about an experience and what type of experience do you want to have? So I love it. So yeah. I love it because I feel like that's so true. And that's the message I've been hearing lately is just like with women, we hide behind our gifts. We hide, we shrivel because we don't want people to be like, that's so selfish of you to put yourself out there that way. But frankly, at this point, I'm learning. And, and this is funny. I feel like I've come to this corner, this pivot of where I really feel like spirit, God, whatever you want to believe in, something is telling me, Jessica, you have to make a decision. You are either going to yeah. have to go left, keep pleasing people, keep trying not to piss people off, keep trying to make sure that everyone likes you. And oh, and when they smile in your face, it's actually not a fake smile. It's a genuine smile because they actually, mm -hmm. everyone just happens to like you, which is never true to begin with, or you're going to have to go right. And in order to hit the level of success, in order to hit the level of impact, in order to do the thing that you want to do, you're going to have to be willing to piss some people off in the process. And that's not a F you or like get out my way yeah. or anything like that. It's a like, some people are not going to resonate with your message. Some people are going to look at you and be like, wow, that's a little egotistical. Who do you think you are? It's inevitable. The judgment is inevitable. Like you have yep. to be able to say, and I really feel like my mind and spirit is like, make a decision, make a decision. Cause mm -hmm. I keep showing you what you're supposed to do. I keep showing you what you want. I keep showing you exactly what I've, the path that I have cleared for you is laid out, but you got to give up this need for everyone mm -hmm. to like you. You got to give it up. And I'm like, exactly. So there's two things that's coming up as you was talking. Like I see my symbol for moving on, which is a, it's a person and you see him just like moving, like just forward. And as you were talking about making the decision, that was my symbol for moving on. And then the other thing that, so yeah, it's time to move on. It's, it's cool. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. The other thing, which could seem like cliche or whatever, is happiness. But it's asking yourself, what is your definition of happiness? And then saying no to everything that doesn't lead to that. So those are like the, the two things that just came um and I and I also see material and spiritual prosperity. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So what that just means is like you're getting <laughs> you're, you're getting both as, as as you continue to stuff. And I said this to you the other day about you using your voice, you know, which is your um, you know, it's your it's your first part of your purpose is using your voice to inspire other people to use theirs. Because that, and you know, and you see what happened with you. Let's keep it real. You lost your voice. And you were just like, you posed, you were Man, Every time I posted, I lost my voice. Tisha was like, it's because you got something to say that you're not saying. You need to speak up. Every time I put it up, you don't need no cough drops. You need to speak up. <laughs> you were posting something. You was like, hey guys, you know, can you just send me some of your remedies? And I'm like, ain't no damn remedies gonna work. <laughs> Quit hiding your voice and say what you really yes. want to say. 
Exactly. They got nothing to do with nobody's remedies. I'm like, it's all internal. And I'll tell everybody that just like, I mean, we got to wrap up. It's everything. It starts inside. You know, so if you have an ache in your body or, you know, you're, you're losing your voice, like your voice is rep- it's our throat chakra, it represents our communication. Mm. What are you saying? Who put baby in the corner? Like who's silencing you? You know, speak up and speak out. That's it. So yeah, you could drink some hot tea and all that good stuff. That's great. But it'll come back. It'll soothe it for the moment, but it'll come back. But it's like, speak up. You know, so this, so all those illnesses and stuff, it's all internal. <laughs> all internal. Oh, we could do all But guess what, guys? She got her voice back. I got my voice back. I got my voice back after I did a podcast episode that I forced myself to do with a scratchy, literal raw voice. I didn't have a throat ache. I didn't have nothing. My throat wasn't hurting. I just had no voice. It felt like I had all this pressure in my throat. But no, nothing hurt. And then after mm-hmm. I did a podcast episode about the circle of influence... And about ditching people, I woke up the next day, boy, that thing was, I was ready to go. My voice was back. Because <laughs> <laughs> what you were doing, you were talking to all of us, but you were talking to yourself. Oh, listen. You were talking to yourself. I That is one thing I know. I tell people on my podcast all the time, like, please understand, I'm telling you something that I learned last week. I'm telling you something that I went through yesterday. Like, I'm speaking with conviction and passion because I'm literally talking to myself. Yeah. I'm talking like Jessica. This is all the shit you need to do. And if anybody else wants to jump on, please like join join the wagon. We're all we're all doing this together. Like <laughs> exactly, and that's why the voice came back because you you got it internally. You was like, I get it. I Remember get it. This is why I'm kind of been grappling with this. You've been like, mm-hmm. what is it? There's something, Jessica. I can There's feel something. it. There's something that's holding you back. And I've been like, I don't know. I don't. I can yeah. feel it too, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it got clear as day today. Like clear. I heard it. It said, make a damn decision, and then don't ever look back. Like make a decision yeah. that you're gonna piss some people off. Some people are not gonna like you. And this whole everyone liking you and you pleasing everyone and everyone being like, oh, she's you know, so, she's so awesome. She whatever. She cares so much. Like let that shit go. Let it go. Yep. And that's that's the voice. That's our inner voice. That's our higher power. That's our higher self that was talking to you. And you listened and look. They're like, okay, you can go back to having your your, your voice back. <laughs> Here you go, gift. Get it back. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys can tell how awesome she really is already at this point. The woman is truly connected and she's just a beautiful soul. Like she does so much for me and so much for her audience. And it it means the world to me to be connected with somebody like, I say this all the time, but it means so much to me personally, just as a person to be connected with people that are truly genuine, like truly genuine. Like I feel like that's the most attractive thing you can have on this earth is when I meet people that just genuinely want to help somebody. And you've always been available. You've always been there. And you've always connected with me when you felt like there was something I needed to hear. So I'm forever grateful to have you in my life. I want to hold you all to myself, but I can't. So, (laughs) guys, go check her out. Stalk her. Reach out. If you're feeling like there's something missing or something's not making sense, a reading doesn't hurt you. So, Tisha, tell them where they can stalk you, where they can connect with you while you're still on Instagram before you go cut all the things off. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably say Instagram for sure, and it it is Tisha. So, just I-T-I-S-T-I-S-H-A. Of course, the podcast, Seeing With Your Soul, available on all of the, you know, podcast platforms. I'm also on Facebook, too. Seeing With Your Soul. Y'all hear that? Yeah. Seeing With Your Soul. (laughs) And I'm I'm on on Facebook, too, but it's probably best just to go to my Instagram and just... um, click on the link in like that bio and then you can just it'll lead you to everywhere else on there just pop around look at everything if something resonates with you then just reach out so (laughs) thank you so much like this is good we probably have to do like a mini series i know you know what i mean it's so many podcasts with it yeah (laughs) there was a conversation we could have had about everything health wealth divine all of it so i appreciate you so much for taking your time out and chatting with us and uh i i can't wait to see where you're headed all right thank you (laughs) Bye. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.